Hello and welcome to the podcast. It's Hot Food Hot, the show that puts the key in Turkey. I'm your host of the podcast, Tyler Burrish with the show to nourish, sharing ideas to help you flourish, making sure each meal you cherish, reminding you Bloody Marys are better with horseradish. HFH Hotline, 816-813-2669. International callers, add the 1. 1-816-813-2669. Hot takes on all your hot questions on food and travel. Text call Instagram. Hit us up on WhatsApp. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Spotify. Comment on YouTube. Subscribe to the show. Here on Hot Food Hot, we answer the big food mysteries. Why, yes, we are addressing the big questions. Like, does cold water boil faster than hot water? I'll give you a hint. No! Also, if french fries are from France, where did tater tots come from? Trick question. French fries are from Belgium. You may have known that already. And tater tots are from french fries. Tater tots are nothing but a happy accident, really. The profitable byproduct of french fries burst into the mainstream, born right here in the USA. Leave it to the Americans to take the shavings of french fries, reform it into delicious bite-sized fried potatoes, and make me want them every time I see them. Moving on to vegetarian surprises. It's nice to know that these foods are not vegetarian. Barbecue sauce. Because it has fish oil. Caesar dressing. Made with salty, fishy anchovies, of course. And tortillas. Huh? Tortillas? Well, yes, guys. Tortillas are often made with lard. It's no one's fault. It's just that people like umami, and that's how classically we've snuck umami into some foods. Humans are actually omnivores. We don't need to eat meat. A restaurant concept to jump on would be a vegetarian barbecue restaurant. Think about it. Vegetables with smoke over time, tickled with fire. You could call this restaurant anything you want, but for now, let's call it Vegetarian's Revenge. Make the veggies so good you won't miss the meat. Marinate, steam, roast, grill, pickle, mash, saute and saucify the vegetables. Because meat is okay in small doses or no doses, and if you're getting enough of the right fruits, veggies, grains, trust me, your body's okay with that, and you won't miss meat. (laughs) I dare you to put carnivore items on the menu with a little icon next to them. Like, you know how vegetarian options are usually just a few items on the menu, and they're flanked with a little leaf or the letter V? In this case, I say you give them C or give them whatever you want. 
because you're awesome and you can do anything. Bonus foods in this category are renewable foods. There aren't many, but honey and milk are the best examples. And from milk we get cheese, so you can see how the vegetarian could really take revenge. Planning a menu of mostly plants. Then pointing out when renewable foods are used. Then offer, say, two or three carnivorous dishes. That's what people want. Or rather, that's what people need. And make it photogenic and fun, and people will spend their money with you. And I want our listeners to know, when you do this, you're a little bit revolutionary. So you can make up some of your own rules. Like on the wine menu, say for sparkling rosé. I would just put the name of the bottle, the price per glass and bottle, and then under the description I would put, tastes like cherries, tastes like strawberries, sparkle like a star. Winner of the November HFH contest is Natalie from Casper, Wyoming. Congratulations, Natalie. We're shipping you a chocolate pecan pie from Michelle's Pies. I wrote a letter inside, but it basically says to be patient, and when the time is right, double down. It's a little bit of an inside joke and a little bit of advice, all in one. Next on the show, we have five tools to level up your kitchen game. Number one, a zester for your citrus. Number two, a juicer for your citrus. You know, like that lever that you can use to squeeze oranges, lemons, limes. Number three, a grater. You don't have to buy shredded cheese anymore. You can buy the better blocks of cheese and grate your own cheese. You're going to like what happens. Number four, a blender. Now you can make simple sauces of this world. When was the last time you blended blueberries and poured that over a cheesecake? Sauces get more complicated than that, of course, but now you activate that in your kitchen. You activate that in your life. And number five is not really one item. It's more like a category of items. You may want to get more utensils. Do you only have one pair of tongs? It's okay to buy a second or third pair of tongs. Do you only have one or two larger spoons for stirring things? Just get a couple more. You'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it during peak times when you're in your kitchen and trying to get things done. So travel is made easier nowadays because of the supercomputer in our pocket. Our cell phones I'm talking about. GPS, translations, booking flights, booking hotels, booking bungalows on stilts on the side of a mountain, booking island villas on stilts over the ocean. Once you have the memory, you win. You can't unlemonade a lemon. You can't unvisit the south of France. You can't untravel with your cousin on their birthday. You can't unenjoy Italian wine in an Italian wine glass with Italian pizza made from an 
Italian brick oven with fresh Italian tomatoes and cheeses drizzled with Italian extra virgin olive oil, all made by Italian craftsmen and craftswomen. Bon appetito. You've seen those different plugs in movies before, right? I'm talking about those universal adapters so that you can plug your phone in no matter where you are in the world. They're not expensive. They're not complicated. Just go buy one. All of a sudden, the world is your oyster. You have your phone. Charge it. You can do anything. You can make your dreams come true. And sometimes the fear doesn't go away. You have to do it a little bit afraid. But eliminate all of the things holding you back and take the first step. Because when life gives you lemons, you're going to want to make that lemonade. And if you play your cards right, you can get that lemonade to taste pretty dang good. All the ups and downs and the good and bad and the ugly and everything in between. Wade through it. As a matter of fact, what are the landmarks in your life? What are the moments that are part of your life? Especially the ones that you like. Can you get pictures of those things and hang them in your house? It'll probably level up your state of mind. What, did you get engaged in Paris? Then put an aerial shot of Paris with the Eiffel Tower and the river, the Seine River, right there in your entryway at home. That way, every time you walk in the entryway, you see that, you have a good feeling. Just make your space to where you feel 110% without having to try. Did you see a band in concert one time with your friends? Do you have a photo from that concert? Just get a photo of that band anyways, put it on the wall. Do you have an embarrassing family photo from high school, middle school, childhood? Well, you can choose if you want to put that on the wall, and, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of time for embarrassing photos during the holidays. Are you spending the holidays with loved ones? Are you spending the holidays with people that are on their way to becoming your loved ones? Look around. It's today. You've arrived. Now what are you going to do about it? Home's really just a concept. And for those of us that have traveled from home, it's okay to decouple from your childhood house that you grew up in, your hometown, and recombine the places and family and friends that you have in your life for home to be more of a feeling. Home as a state of mind, rather than a place. For those that have taken a job in a faraway land, for those that have constantly moved, or for those that are on some sort of cruise ship, pull together your inventory of people in your life. Who's your friend? Who's your therapist? Who's your joking around buddy? Who's your father figure? Who do you learn from? Who learns from you? 
whatever combination of things you need to be home. That's it for the show this week, everyone. Thanks for listening. On next week's show, we're setting the table. And we'll be diving in to the yin and yang of salt and pepper. How these two items earned their place on the dinner table. And why are we calling salt and pepper spices? If salt is a mineral and peppercorns are berries. All I know is I like my eggs with salt and pepper. As a matter of fact, start tomorrow morning with a nice breakfast of fresh fruit and two or three eggs. All sunny side up. Thank you for listening. Life is a journey, and we journey together.